0: RVFTA's campground of the week is sponsored by Jaco. To see a complete lineup of products, visit jaco.com.
1: And by Blackstone, see their complete line of griddles and accessories at blackstoneproducts.com. America the beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner.
0: And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds.
1: Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent.
0: On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel.
1: Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors.
0: From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's special episode of Campground of the Week. And any episode with Kate Dunbar is it's a special, a special episode, Absolutely. just because Kate is here with us. Kate Dunbar, a.k.a. The Campground Gourmet. Mm-hmm. Kate, this book has really just taken off. I mean, you've been, you've been all over the place promoting this book recently.
2: I have been. I've been teaching cooking classes at women's retreats, at Sisters on the Fly events, and at RV dealership events.
1: I love that. And tell everybody just a couple of events that you have coming up in the next few months.
2: Well, I am going to be camping with the amazing Janine Pettit, girl camper herself in Waxahachie, Texas, where I will be doing campground cooking demonstrations and they might be streamed live. So be on the lookout for can, that. And can, that'll be at the ooh. end of April. Can
0: Waxahachie handle both of you guys at the same time? So they did
2: last year. They okay, did last I, year and it rained this torrential rain. So we, you know, we had our little arcs on wheels and we all survived. We did it.
1: All right. Well, we'll hope that you get better weather this year, and we'll also make sure that we share all those live streams if you get it up on our page. You can go live on our page anytime you want to show us what you're cooking. We love it. <laughs>
2: I can't wait. I'm getting ready. I have five weeks on the road with a bunch of special people to introduce you to, and it's going to be fantastic.
1: Okay. So this week, we have are putting out a very special paired episode. One, our episode over on RV Family Travel Atlas podcast is all about Kate exploring the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And then on this episode of Campground of the Week, you're going to tell us about the two campgrounds that you stayed at while you were doing the trail. Because the tricky part about doing the Bourbon Trail is that it is more of a region, right? So you kind of have to make decisions about where you're going to set up base camp before you go off exploring. And you picked a campground near Louisville, which is kind of, is it considered the start of the trail? Kind of. It is. Yeah. It
2: definitely is is. And that's, I would suggest to anybody, go there and then you drop south towards Elizabethtown and everywhere else. Start in Louisville, get to downtown, and lock that in and then go on.
1: Okay. All right. Sounds like a plan. And we'll put all of these like Google maps and everything over in the show notes at rvfta.com to help people work through this. But um, two campgrounds here that we're going to talk about today, the Louisville South KOA, and then that more Southern destination spot, the Elkhart Campground in Frankfurt, Kentucky. So let's start at the KOA. Absolutely. This KOA is a
2: holiday KOA and it was unbelievable. I've never seen such big, mature trees with a lot of shade. And in Kentucky, in the summer, it was hot and humid. So shade was wanted and welcomed. And they had this amazing pool that you can just swim and relax in and recuperate from being, you know, out on the bourbon trail all day. We had a fantastic campsite. I absolutely loved it. It was site 212, and it was a pull-through that had a huge patio with a patio table, and they even had one of those rocking swings on it, too. I bet the kids love that, right? (laughs) They loved it. And the best part was is where our campsite was, our kids could play on the jumping pillow, on the playground. They could kick the soccer ball out all around the grass area. If we had brought our dog with us, they have an obstacle course for your canine. Like, how fun is that? Keep the pets involved too
0: in camping. So it seems like this really hits that sweet spot for the KOA holiday in terms of having a lot of things for the kids, having the nice being a good base camp for your Louisville adventure.
2: Absolutely. I mean, and they even had a stocked pond so you could do catch and release fishing. So if you'd never done it or you just wanted to practice, this is the campsite to stay at. And they've got some trails that you can go walking around in, tent camping, cabin camping, trailer, all of it.
1: Now, um, one of the things that I want to bring up here is that a lot of the time, it's hard to imagine what a Kentucky Bourbon Trail adventure would look like when you're traveling with your family. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, right. this, this is it. like, how do I have fun on the Bourbon Trail, and how do we have a nice family adventure? I, it sounds like the campground was a big part of that for you guys, setting up camp at a place that was good for the kids.
2: It was the campground was the focus because I knew that I was going to be going off on my own, and then I was going to also be bringing the whole family. Family with me. So I wanted a place that when I took the vehicle, they didn't have to want for anything. There was the general store there, the barbecues were all there, the kids could handle everything, my husband could gladly, you know, handle everything that came along and Adam. But they were entertained all day long. And I don't know what it is about a KOA in a campground, but if you're a kid, you always have a friend, no matter what. You meet someone, you just hang out, you ride bikes, you just, you have a great time. And that's what the summer was for us.
1: Now, Kate, what about booking? Was this pretty crowded when you were there? Is this the kind of place that's busy enough that you need to make sure you're making your reservations way in advance? So I'm one of those
2: downers in December that I'm aching to make those reservations for the summer, and that's when I did it. I did it in, I think it was like January, and we landed in there in July. And when we even pulled in, there were still sites available. I think it just depends. As you're getting closer to horse season and like the Kentucky Derby and all of those things, a year in advance. As you're getting closer towards the holidays, Thanksgiving and Easter, because KOAs do activities and adventures, you definitely want to book at least six months in advance. But I mean, we saw people just pulling in and asking if they had a
0: site open, and they did. Now, you're a solid, say, 44 minutes from downtown Louisville. So is this campground urban in any way? Is it woodsy? Can you give us a little bit more of the description, like the visuals of this campground?
2: When you pull in, you pull beyond a housing development, and it's in the more rural town area. But as soon as you make this beautiful left-hand turn, it's like you're in the bowl of this just – forests that's kind of stuck in there. You have the beautiful pine trees, you have all the lush fields. But the best part is, is at night, there are fireflies all over this place in the summer. And my kids had never seen them before. And it was just the best thing in the world to give them a mason jar and show them how to go around and collect them in the jar so they could take a look at them and then release them later that night. So it is one of those dark spots. I was able to actually do some night photography there too, because there wasn't a lot of bright light, which was great.
0: Oh my gosh, what a magical summer oh, picture yeah. you just painted for all of us. Oh my gosh, I just wanted to be, I want it to be, I want, first time I it to be summer bugs? and I want to be camping. Yep.
1: We call them lightning bugs where we're yes. from, but we grew up with lightning bugs. We know, I think in the South, it's more of the firefly terminology. Is. Firefly is more poetic
0: than lightning bugs. <laughs> I
2: it think
1: does. so. I think it makes them, you know,
2: just like that ethereal little thing that people either believe you that there is something that that, you, that looks like that and that you did know how to catch when you were a kid because my kids thought I was full of it. I'm oh, like,
0: oh, you so just funny. wait. Let me show you. Oh,
1: how <laughs> much fun. I love that. Kate, Kate
0: you've, you've done a bunch of KOAs and you've been to KOA holidays before. I mean, would you say that this one is better than the typical holiday, right in line with other ones you've been to? Was it exceptional or just solid?
2: I'm going to say that it's solid working towards exceptional because they are starting to reduce some of the larger back-end sites that if you wanted to stay there for a week or a little longer, then those long-term sites are really becoming beautiful. They're planting, you know, blooming flowers and small hedges and solar lights and pads. And then the pull through ones, they're really upgrading the patios and the fire pit areas. So I can only imagine what they've done in a year, knowing what it was when we pulled in there.
0: And I got to give credit to, to the KOA system because I do think that corporate does really push hard for the individual franchise owners to make improvements. Mm-hmm. And I just think a lot of KOAs over the last ten years have gotten substantially better. And to our listeners out there, like if there's a KOA you went to five or eight years ago that you weren't in love with, I'm thinking maybe you should give it another shot because so I many of them agree. have made improvements recently. And
1: we didn't get paid for that ad that Jeremy just no, threw in there. No, no we should have, <laughs> but we
0: did. I
2: didn't either and I, I wasn't I wasn't a guest of him. But the great thing that I have to say about Google Earth is the fact that Those images are updated all the time, so you really can get a good aerial view of the campground. So you can see maybe there was a problem area before, but, hey, maybe with the new picture, you see that, oh, look, it's all cleaned up. Now we'll go back there. Or let's give it another try. Or, ooh, this is a great new development that they've put into there.
0: In a second, we're going to give the Elkhart Campground a chance, and that's in Frankfurt, Kentucky. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at JCO.
1: Uncompromising construction and design paired with Jayco's industry-leading two-year limited warranty make the 2019 Redhawk one of the best values in its class. Featuring J-Ride, a powerful blend of precise handling and renowned stability, the journey will always be smooth. Visit your local Jayco dealer or Jayco.com for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun. Now, another reminder for everybody. Over on RV Family Travel Atlas this week, Kate is going over all of the things that they did on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. So when they stayed at Louisville South KOA, they went to downtown Louisville, the Louisville Slugger Museum, Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby Museum. They did so much. And Kate talks about all of that over there. So skip on over to RV Family Travel Atlas and listen, go to rvfta.com to see links to everything.
0: I love our paired episodes personally. I know, it's It's fun. just a lot of content. All I right, know. So Kate, take us now to the Elkhart Campground.
1: Absolutely. Well,
2: we are heading to the capital of Kentucky. So that was a great little history blip for my kids. And we're traveling west. We're going west of Louisville. But where we were staying, we had to go north and then west to get over to that side. We're kind of smacked right in between Louisville and Lexington, right in the middle of it. And this is the Bourbon area. This is where it all kind of started and as well as the history of the state. So, I so you to felt like you
1: guys. were like really in the heart of it when you were at this campground. Absolutely. And the better part
2: was, is that at this campground, this was a mom and pop kind of owned campground that has been around for years. They are seasonal and they are all about making your experience amazing and you feeling like family.
0: Now by seasonal, you mean they're open from April 1st to October 31st, which is really, that's what the campgrounds are like on the East Coast here in New Jersey. That's the same Correct. Kind of dates. Correct.
2: Correct. And, you know, I mean, there's 125 sites. Um, Imagine a rectangle with rounded corners. Keep that visual. You have all of the best back ends along the left side, the top and the right side. Those are, those are all the back ends all the way around. And then throughout the center of that rectangle, you have pull throughs and some back ends as well as some residentials. So you can leave your trailer there if you needed it to season while you left and went on and you wanted to come back. That's a campground that you can do that to. It can winter there.
1: Oh, okay. So it really tries to serve then some of the local population and people that are very regional.
2: They absolutely do. And there's a trailer storage area that's right next door to it as well. Now, does it still
1: feel, did you, you know, I mean, let's be honest, did it still feel like a pretty campground even with those storage areas and everything?
2: You couldn't even see it because there were beautiful rows of trees that separated your visual line to that area over there, which all, that won me down, like hands down. I couldn't see it; it, I didn't hear it. It didn't bother me. And then you had this amazing creek. I mean, I would call it a mini a mini river or a really big creek running the backside of the campground with these. You know, so you could hear the water at night if you were over on the the sides that were backing it, which would be sites one through 39, 40, you'll do it too. And there's trees with tree swings. So your kids can go swinging out and plopping right into the creek and you can go fishing and you can do all of this there. There was oh, great coverage.
1: Like so much fun. I feel like Kate is almost has,
0: uh, Kate's words almost have enough power to like make it summer. I almost feel like she's making it. I'm like, trying. I'm going to step I'm outside trying. and it's going to be June I, 20th.
2: I think the great part about this campground too was that my children celebrated their their 11th birthday there. And I wanted a campground that had something that was fun for them. And there's a mini putt-putt course there. And one of them is shaped like one of the things that you you know, try and get your golf ball into is shaped like a Shasta trailer. So of course, that was like, okay, we got to do this. And they have ice cream bars and everything like that. And for Paige and Andrew's birthday, they made them these huge sundays on the house, and we're just excited that the kids were there celebrating. They've got some great old school um, playground equipment that's just awesome. And the swings are fantastic. I definitely was able to swing on them too. And they've got a great covered pavilion area. So if you wanted to play some games outside and maybe it was raining, because when I was there, it was raining. You can just still stay outside, enjoy it. They brought in one of those um, propane campfires in there. So we all stayed nice and warm and we just, you know, read books, played games and had fun. This was Kate, I didn't want
1: to say it because I didn't know if I was remembering correctly, but this is where you had like huge torrential rain, right? We had the tornado
2: warnings (laughs) going on while we were there. Oh yeah.
1: And you still managed to have fun. That's a real- Still managed to have fun. Kate's a real
2: camper. You know, awnings in, stuff is tied down. Blackstone is already packed because I didn't want to lose it. And we just played.
0: <laughs> I'm imagining a blackstone griddle flying through the air would be quite I'm dangerous. No, now, this sounds like a real Kate Dunbar favorite. I mean, is there is there a big part of you that wants to go back and do this again because of you know the weather that you had while you were there?
2: Oh, it absolutely is on our list to go back. And if not with our family, then my husband and I know that we would be one of those people that books a site for a month there easily and just you know relaxes. And it was it was the first campground in a while that. I could put my feet up and not worry about where we were going to, what was going to happen next, you know, staying on task, keeping things cleaned, all of that. Like, I mean, I was able to do a week's worth of laundry and not even worry about it because the laundry room was nice and clean and there were power outlets in there. I think I recorded something for you or I was doing content for you while I was there. And it just, it felt like that camping breath with your family, that you just want to be somewhere that was cozy and Beautiful and in nature. I mean, you had water on one side of you and trees all around you, and then there was the a mint
1: julep in your hand <laughs> and a big old mint julep, <laughs> of T- course, take and me some there. Tylenol. Uh, yeah, <laughs> K- exactly.
0: Kate is like a poet when it comes to these campgrounds. You're like you're weaving a spell on me here right now. I, I'm just it's dying a to get to the place. campground. Well, now I for know.
1: all of her talk about relaxing, she also, of course, in true Kate style, did tons of different activities like visiting the different bourbon distilleries that are in this area and the capital of Kentucky. And she's just going to tell us all about that over again on RV Family Travel Atlas. So don't worry, you get a full travel guide from Kate. She spent six days on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and you get to hear everything that she did. And I I have to say, we personally have an experience with hearing a travel itinerary from Kate for Hill Country, Texas, and then doing the travel itinerary. Oh, and also New Mexico, when we went to Albuquerque. That was
0: such a fun memory everything
1: that recommends is what always was top
0: the, the campground in Albuquerque, the enchanted the trails. The enchanted
1: trails. Yeah. That
0: was a great <laughs> RVFTA moment for me because it was one of the few times where we were listening to your review and using the information to kind of That's go so around awesome. Albuquerque. Yeah, I, like, love I, that. I felt like we were I was one of the podcast listeners. Everybody stay tuned for one second. I got a couple questions for Kate before she goes. Uh, but before we wrap up the show, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Blackstone.
1: All right, I'm not sure which griddle Kate had with her when she was tailgater in Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> but you I got, was not losing that tailgater. No, that thing the was tailgater. golden. That's Kate's favorite right now. So you've got lots of options from Blackstone, from the large 36-inch four-burner griddles down to the 17-inch one-burner tabletop version. You can find something that's right for you at home or at the campground. And the great thing about these is that you can cook everything you can on a traditional grill, like burgers and hot dogs and steaks, but then you can also do all the things you can't do on a grill, like pancakes. And eggs and it bacon. It really is more and,
0: versatile, right? And we've got a Facebook Live coming up with, I believe.
1: Oh, the lovely Kate Kate Dunbar, Dunbar doing She's
0: something noticed, for yeah. us on the Blackson. What are you going to do for us on your next Facebook Live?
2: I'm going to do a teppanyaki, a Benihana style, but I'm going to turn it healthy for all of us. Ooh. So Ooh, you I'm going to take the traditional, Ooh. what you've been seeing on YouTube, and I'm going to turn it on its ear. I still think it'll be delicious. Oh, you just made me more I know excited. Because I
0: knew you were doing this. I didn't know you were going to go for the healthy angle, which I've been thinking about that a lot on the Blackstone. Like, I want some advice on how to do some really good healthy food. Oh, I'm so excited yep. for this. Okay. Yay. Hey, before we wrap up the show, um, you've launched a new web website, you've launched, launched a new Instagram channel, you've launched your cookbook. Just tell everybody where all of these things are so they can follow all your adventures this camping season.
2: Absolutely. You can follow my camping adventures on the campgroundgourmet.com. You can also find it on Facebook and Instagram. For all of my cooking that isn't campground style, you can find me over on Kate's Curious Kitchen on the web, Facebook, and Instagram. And for my cookbook, you can find it on Amazon, the campground Gourmet.
1: Everybody's going to want to go over and hear about your six days on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail on RV Family Travel Atlas. And we can't wait to see you at the campground. I can't wait either.
0: It's time. We'll see you at the campground.